Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 69 of the Divine Council Podcast, co-hosted by myself, Stefan, and also by Marquay. And, uh, you know, we're here with a new episode after a while, you know, um, after an extended break. But, you know, it was time to get back into it, get back into uh, discussing some topics, as you know, there's always stuff going on and there's always a lot to discuss and break down. But, uh, you know, as always, before we get into that, let's uh, catch, let's, well, let's get the audience, I guess, a recap of what we've been up to recently. So what, what have you been up to? Yeah, I, you know, had to move. So it's been a lot of trends. It's been a, a transition for me, uh, move, moving back home. Um, you know, just kind of getting reacclimated to a new to new routine, and it's you know it's been it's been rough, not in the just you know with a trend with moving and transitioning and everything, trying to get back in the flow of things and get my routine back. Um, so yeah, um, uh, you know, recently moved out of uh, my previous location in Raleigh. I stayed there for a couple years, enjoyed it, um, but I feel. I'm starting to feel a lot more refreshed. Um, I think financially I'm in a, uh, a better situation than I've been previously for the last six months because I did abruptly just leave my job. Um, but, you know, thankfully I was able to do that. Didn't really think it through. and wasn't the way I thought I was it was going to go, but I'm just learning as, I, as I've been going like everybody else. So <clears throat> recently, you know, trying to think of ideas, uh for content and you know just kind of just getting back on the schedule and you know trying to get our schedules to, to mesh back up and you know lay a, a, a foundation or a new layer to what we already been working on um so yeah basically just uh transition and luckily i'm back on a, on a good schedule and we can start rolling out more content and build more towards our business and you know um one big thing I have to start to work towards, because uh, I did, I have let my exercise slip, <laughs> you know, recently, man, like moving every other day, you know, moving here one week, having to move all day or, you know, doing all kinds of shit, you know, it's kind of, it's no excuse, but, you know, slowed me down a lot. And I, you know, got a little comfortable too. So something I have to, you know, be conscious of and work towards getting back on uh, the correct path. But besides that, I can't really complain. I'm glad to be back home. Um, you know, feel like I'm getting getting a lot lot more done. Uh, I had my little break or whatever. And you know me, I can't take too much time off and stay too complacent for too long. Um, Cause you know, I, you know, most humans take advantage of it and it's time to keep, you know, keep the pressure applied, keep keep applying the pressure. So yeah. Um, we just we discussed you know we've been speaking you know the last couple of days last you know a little bit of here and there last few weeks or whatever just kind of keep up with you know what's been going on in, in each other's lives between us you know and you know we just hopefully got to have a good year uh ahead of us it's a big year absolutely so um for me since the last time we recorded, I've done some traveling. Uh, been working on my my album. Uh, you know, with everything going, everything. If 
everything is turning out the way I, I see it should be coming out next month on my birthday. So I'm excited about that. Um, been hitting the gym, you know, uh, still working on my, my, my goals of more so just losing, losing some weight. Cause I've been, it, it's, it's interesting cause I can get down, I can lose like five, six pounds within like a couple of days. And then I can gain it right back within like a couple of days, you know? So that's probably water, uh, water weight, you know, but the thing is, it's just about, it's, it's about discipline and consistency. You know what I mean? Like the power that you have within your mind to uh, push yourself to do things. Cause I've done it before, you know, I've had that discipline before. It's just about me getting back into that mindset. Similar to like how, what you were talking about, about getting into the gym, you know, if you being a, a former athlete, you know, you had that, that, red, that regime, that regiment that you were on. And then once you're off it, it's kind of hard to get back on to doing that, you know? Um, but that, I mean, that, that's how I look at everything though in life, man. Like with the, the content, you know, with like me doing different things in terms of, I want to, to do some, some hiking and get more into meditating and reading more and all these different things. It's like, I had this idea of who I want to be in my mind. And I know that I'm taking steps to get there, but it's, it's, it's baby steps, you know? And I know over time, if I, because I know if I keep pushing myself in terms of focus that I'll get there, you know, with everything and, you know, with me believing everything happening for a reason, you know, I, I definitely understand that. I know it takes time, you know, things don't change overnight, but uh, yeah, you know, just been um, just been, just been, I guess, yeah, just moving more, just doing different things, trying to expand my horizon, you know, and uh, yeah, just staying in tune with what's going on. Hey, when you, when you spoke about the that weight situation, man, that's just that's that metabolism, man. I, you know, because I'm like that too. You know, I can, I can gain ten pounds and in like a week and then lose it the next week like it's just real odd but i was talking to my brother about that though like another part of you know realizing that i'm about to be 28 which is i mean there's so much going on like i didn't even think i didn't even realize my birthday's coming up mm. um and this month in may until uh I, I mean i've been thinking more about it recently um but i noticed you know at 28 I, I definitely feel like I'm in my prom, but like athletically, like I'm not on, I'm not as af, as active as I used to be. Uh, so I know now that it's going to reach a point here soon where I'm not going to be able to sit around and allow myself to gain 10 pounds and um, think I'm just going to be able to, you know, cut it, cut it just like that. Cause it's not going to always work like that. And I've been thinking about that as, uh, as well lately, um, you know, we're about to be 30. So yeah, man. I thought when you said when you were talking about your birthday, um, I was like, well, damn, my birthday's like right before right before yours. So <laughs> I ain't even really been thinking about that. But yeah, I just wanted to add that too. You know, kind of recap. I, I, was, I was talking to my mom yesterday and she had mentioned to me how Mother's Day was coming up. And I had seen 
a notification on my phone like a couple of days ago and I was just like, dang, like, it don't even feel like it. I, like when I saw the notification, I was thinking it had already passed, you know, like, and she's like, nah, it's this upcoming uh, Sunday or whatnot. I'm like, damn, like, it's just seemed way faster than before. And she was saying the same thing when she was talking to uh, some of her uh, coworkers about it as well. And, you know, it just like, seems like everything moving so much faster. It's like, it's already been over a month since the slap that's, that was heard around the world. Wow. And, and then last night, the tackle that was seen around the world. Wow. This happened, you know. It, it's it's a it's a strange time that we're uh, we're living in, and things are moving at a rapid speed. You know, I I watched this show yesterday called Moon. Well, I watched this show this morning called Moon Knight. It's a it's a comic book show, and um, it's only six episodes. It was the last episode of the series, and one of the things that people were criticizing it about the the finale. Was that everything felt so rushed? It's like they were trying to pack so much into a certain small amount of time. I'm about to go see the new uh, Doctor Strange movie tomorrow, and it's only two hours. But you know, as comic book fans, comic book movie fans, you know, we're, we're used to seeing movies that's like two and a half hours and longer and stuff. So people are like, it's too short. And that's been some of the critique about the movie. It's like they throw so much at you in like two hours. It's like, what the you know, like what just happened, you know, yeah. that's what, that's what life feels like right now with everything that's going on. And as technology continues to advance at a rapid pace, it's like, before you know it, it's gone within a blink of an eye. Yeah. It's like, as, as technology, uh, evolves, time's also is uh, speeding up, it seems, or time is just speeding up. It may not be related to, to the technology. Um, it's definitely, I definitely feel that too. Cause it's like May already, man. In, in 2022, like, I, oh man, that's, yeah, I, I was like, man, it's April. And I, you know, I've been, I've been basically chilling for like six months. Like, yeah, man, this shit is, this is straight. Like, but it's time to go back to school. Like it's time to do something because I know I'm not always going to have this energy. Like I know I'm not always going to have, we're not always going to be, have this, type of energy we can you can if you take care of yourself but i know it is easy to like man i'm human too i'm human too like it's easy to like just fall into a, you know routine and bad habits but you know as you age you know you ain't i know you know you it's not gonna be as easy i gotta start really stick sticking to the script which i usually do you know i mean most of my life i'm relatively healthy um but i i'd be lying if i say you know, I haven't slipped a little bit here recently. Um, I had to have taken a, a little bit of an advantage of having more free time, but light bulb just clicked on. It's like, man, like you gotta, you got free time, but you still have to keep, you gotta stay busy. Like you have to, it's always shit to, it's always shit to take care of. You know, it's always stuff that you, that you can, that you can uh, focus on. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's 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 kind of, well it's kind of funny to think about how you know working class people you know as you you come up from the bottom and not having a lot and you you have these goals of uh, acquiring these uh these nice things you know a nice house a luxury car 
you know, being able to take care of family, you know, and go on, you know, trips and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's like you got to realize that you got to continue to to work when you acquire these things to keep these things. So it's still like a nine to five job in a sense because you can't really take time off per se because the more you gain, the easier it is to lose, you know? Um, so that, that's how I look at it like with these, these people that are wealthy and celebrities. Like I had a conversation with my barber last week and he was saying, you know, during the pandemic, he realized that us regular people and like these entertainers are all the same because when everything was shut down, you really see who's really got money and who really don't because when things start opening up, all of a sudden you see all these artists doing tours and uh, shows and stuff. Yep. Uh, I just recently saw Nas and Wu-Tang Clan are about to do a, a summer festival uh, or a summer uh, tour. Or they're about to do a big tour. There's like nine members of Wu-Tang Clan, you know, and, you know, ODB, he passed away years ago. But still, just to think about that, like, of course, these there's a lot of people fronting just all over. It's just people fronting, man. Like, and, and it's like, yeah, when you realize that, when you realize that we're not that different in terms of what you Oh, Donnie, doing. pause for a second. I'm sorry, dog. My mom walked in and showed me something um, that kind of kind of shocked me. Um, sorry, dude. Um, it, it, I'm going I'm to tell you about it offline. You're going to roll, dude. Okay. <laughs> uh, my bad. My apologies, y'all. Oh, no, I was just saying, like, you got to see, like, especially with the pandemic, like, you, you, you understand that these people that have these things are supposed to be so, have all these nice things. They're not that much different than us. Yeah. They don't really have all of this money and stuff that you think they have. Especially, you know, one of the, um, one of the easiest examples is like what I showed you with that Icebox series on YouTube. You see a lot of rappers going there and they'll get the craziest like jewelry. It'd be cost like it costs like a quarter million dollars, five hundred thousand dollars. And you know, they'll be like, okay, we're gonna all right, let's do it, let's do the deal or whatever. You know, some of them they come in there with cash or whatever. Some of them they say they're gonna wire transfer it. You know, I gotta talk to my people who's gonna transfer. A lot of times they're only paying a certain percentage of it and they're mm -hmm. leasing it over time. They don't, they're not flat out owning these, these material things, just like a lot of these cars and stuff, you know, it's just like Rick Ross just called out a lot of these crypto influencers and investors. And he was saying that they ain't really getting money like that or something like that. He was kind of like calling them out or whatever. And, um, people was trying to say, oh, well, Rick Ross, he rents his, his cars. Well, you know, if you look at it, that's smart to do in his position, you know, um, because why would you want to buy like a new vehicle, just straight cash? You know, you got to think about it like this is like the people that have it already are not using their money when they're buying these or leasing these expensive things. They're using credit and using other people's money. That continues to build their credit line higher over time to their advantage. 
I agree. Um, I was talking to my mom uh, a couple of days ago about about the discussion about Rick Ross and how they were talking, people were going in on him on leasing. But you know, the thing is, like, once you once you reach a certain level, financial level in this in this economic system now in this in our in the system that we're in, you understand that credit is king. You know, uh, using debt to make more money or to make wealth. And uh, lowering your liabilities is, you know, the best way. Um, so a lot of people, you know, based on what you were saying about that leasing situation, they don't have the understanding yet. I don't want to say that they don't understand that they're not smart. They don't have that understanding yet. Cause I didn't, I used to didn't understand, even understand credit at all. Like um, leasing and loans and, and shit like that. But, you know, the tobacco with you know Trump's tax returns. I'm talking about Amazon and talking about how the wealthy not paying taxes and you know venturing into LLCs and stuff. I started doing research on my own and I started to realize, hmm, it's a reason why people will why rich people don't you they don't use their assets to buy anything. Most of the time they're using just straight up credit. Um and credit usually number one, like credit cards. Uh, you know, they probably got a credit score up to the point where they don't have, you know, uh, a limit. Um, but that usually means that they probably done spent so much or they got so many assets already um, that that company's comfortable uh, based on their credit history and their financial history. So, um, yeah, man, like understanding once you kind of understand that. But that's the system that we're in, you know, the credit, the credit, the situation that we have going on. Um and how credit is 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 important. Um, he's leasing because he's the shit. He's not touching his cash. Like he's not he's not really he's he's his money's working for him now until he needs to make his payment. Like once I under, I started understanding, I'm like, man, this shit is not really it's not really that that difficult. Like you just got to keep making debt make money for you. You know, that's all it is. It's monopoly. Yeah. This 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 financial system is the biggest con ever, you know. And we we lie still, we cheat, we kill each other, rape, you know, take from each other, you know, do whatever to get some paper, you know what I mean? And it, it's it was designed by it was designed like that, you know what I mean? To have us like this. Um, People do whatever it takes to get that that dollar, that green, the root of all evil, you know. And it's gonna it's gonna come a time when that that's gonna change, you know. That power uh, structure is gonna change. I mean, we are seeing the change now with the uh, the digital space, you know. And I was just talking with a colleague at work today. And he was talking about how the technology's been changing, so like. I was saying, you know, since like over 20 years, you know, look at how much has changed in that time frame. And like children, now these uh, Generation Z or Zoomers, you know, like they just, all they know is technology, but they're socially awkward. They don't know how to communicate with people, but they know everything about a computer there is to know, you know, and it's, it's interesting to see how that's gonna play out as we uh, continue to age and the new another generation beyond them you know comes into play and so forth you know and 
and it's not a good or a bad thing. You know, it's a gray area, in my opinion, with uh, technology. You know, you got you can use it to your advantage. You know, you can get online and you can just you can post all day and troll people. If that's what you want to do, you can get online and start a business because, you know, millions, if not over a billion people use the Internet. Um, I don't know the stats on that. So it's yours too. It's it's what you make of it. You know, uh, you can find whatever you want to find the craziest stuff. You don't even have to get on the dark web. You can there's websites on the surface web where you can find the craziest stuff, craziest videos, craziest documents, stuff you think is not real that is real. You know, whatever you want to find, you can look for if you look hard enough. That's the thing though. A lot of people don't do research. They just take stuff verbatim, you know, at face value like uh, headlines and stuff. I see it all the time. People are so quick to judge somebody and I'm I'm a part of it too sometimes, you know. I'm so quick to judge something or somebody or something that happened or took place without reading what actually took place, the article. So then the popular opinion becomes fact when that shouldn't be the case. And I've been thinking, you know, you're speaking about headlines and you know, I, I finished a book a couple months back called The Cyber Individual. It took me a little while just because of just me not getting to it. Um, but that book spoke uh, spoke on just, it doesn't use the term age of Aquarius, but it speaks on the shift that's uh, that's going to happen in the future based on um, the time it was written, which was in 1997. And um, it just talks about like, I mean, it, I recommend that book. I was actually recommending the book in a YouTube conversation in the comment section that I had with somebody on a video. And I looked the book up and I bought it. And I, he was, he told me that, you know, basically this book predicts everything that's going on now and that's going to happen. And the reason, and, and, it, and actually it does, it, it does. It's, it's very weird, man. It just, it goes to show to me that this is a certain benchmarks, it's certain things within the overall system of a civilization that ha that occurs, that have to occur for you to, for the people to understand what's really going on for certain people in the society to understand or in the civilization to understand what's going on. So it's not even really like prophecy for some people because it's all out there. And, you know, he, he spoke on like a lot of the propaganda, like that once you start seeing more distractions than usual, more distractions than usual, a lot more propaganda, um, a lot more um, misinformation because it talks about how it's going to they're going to try to use the technology to basically put war on the people by through misinformation through so they're going to overload us with so much information some true some not that is it's, it's basically going to cause a psychological effect on the people and that's what's going on now and it still relates everything back to the money um, to the money and and it does some relate relating it doesn't really talk about spirituality but it just speaks on benchmarks that it would that, that you can already see that already you know happen in society i guess macroeconomics macro psychology macro sociology of like a civilization it speaks on that and it speaks on the propaganda man like and yeah like i said more distractions usually show the sign of like something deeper on the back end that's trying to be covered up and that's very it's very interesting because like you know, since we last recorded and we did attempt to record and we had audio issues and wasn't able to record the information from that uh, broadcast, 
but what I'm trying to get at is so much, so much shit has happened like since then because it's so much it's something new every day that it's just like man, it's like overwhelming. It's like a mind fuck almost. Like some days I'm sitting there like I'm I gotta call Donnie about this and I'll just forget and it's like five or six things that pop up and it's like nah like I don't even know where to start. Like I don't even know where to start. You know like it's no it's nowhere. It's just we're being overwhelmed. And yeah. you know, you brought up the slap, uh you brought up the slap situation, and boom, and then we have the push. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? <laughs> How do you yeah. feel about that, Stefan? Well, hey man, so, so uh shout out to uh Will for finally standing up for himself. You know, he he got his manhood back. Instead, but but you know he got his manhood back by still being a beta male because he he laughed at the joke at first, but when he saw that Jada was upset, that's when he reacted. And what did he do? He went on stage in front of the world, in front of all of these white people, and he slapped another brother across the face. And you know what's so interesting about that is that he know he's known Chris Rock a long time. If I'm a man. You a man, we know each other. Ain't no reason to get up on stage in front of all these folks and do that. You could have went to him like at a commercial break behind the scenes and told him, you know, check them there. But no, you had to, you had to get up on stage and slap them like in front of all these people. You know, it's and it, it just looks bad like overall. You know what I mean? Like that that what he said did not warrant that. I've heard way worse from people. You know what I mean? Like that just show goes to show me that even with somebody at his level, how insecure he is with himself, you know, and how controlling his wife is to him, which I mean, she got her fingers wrapped around him. It's, it's, it's a sad situation. It's like, man, you know, all the jokes and stuff, you know, and it's like, he's trying to, like he's trying to live up to Pac's image. You yeah. know, I see uh, somebody said that, damn, uh, Jada, like it was a meme with Jada and she's like, still not impressed. Pac would have shot him. You know, like it, it's like everything he's trying to do is for her approval. And, you know, as a man, a black man to see that is just insane to me. You know, it's just it's, it's just the, the, the effects it's already had. With people yeah. running up on entertainers and comedians on stage, like what just happened with Dave Chappelle, you know, T.I., he's trying to be a comedian now. He's not good, but he's trying to be a comedian. He's snatching like the mic from a, a, a black comedian, black one female comedian and, you know, to, you know, going at her because she was going at him for his alleged sexual assault charges that were uh, dismissed, you know, so. It, you know, it's it's insane to me, man. Like, and that's the night he wins his first Oscar. He's been nominated before. That's right. the night he wins his first Oscar. Now he's banned for like ten years. And you know, Chris Rock, of course, it's good for him because his his ticket sales went up. And it's just overall, I mean, me personally, I don't, I don't, I don't take no offense to it because I see it for what it is. But you know, a lot of people get in their feelings and be like, oh, it's, it's an embarrassment and all that stuff. I just think 
that that could have been handled differently, you know what I mean, on that stage. And I know people will be like, oh, we don't need their acceptance and stuff. But yeah, that's true. But what those visuals that we put out to the world, it still matters to a lot of people that, that aren't looking at it the way that we look at, how we look at it. You know, they, they can be inspired by that, you know, and want to do something reactive like that. Just like how people in the 90s were when they were hearing certain music, like gangster music and what they wanted to put harm upon their own people and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, there's truth to that in terms of the visuals and the messages and all that. So, yeah, I, I think it could have been handled differently, man. And I, I just think, man, it's, yeah, that the situation with Dave went different, though, because uh, that dude got the shit beat out of him after he, he tackled Dave. Like, you, I don't know if you've seen the picture. His arm was, like, broken. Like, it was, like, twisted. They had his arm handcuffed. His face was, like, beaten up. He got the shit beat out of him. Like, it, yeah, it was not the same, the same situation at all with them, with, for him versus what happened with Will and Chris. So, so yeah, man, that's my take on that. It's odd, you know, because I, I stand by, you know, what I what I believe with just uh, basically everything that we see. Because I I think a lot of the I don't think we understand how controlled a lot of the social media, which is like main news outlet now, it really is. Um, but you know, we can speak on Twitter as well and Elon. But I I want to stick to my point without going too far off on a tangent. Um, you know, basically. You know, with the with that slap, because we haven't actually given a take on that. Um, with the slap, you know, an overall picture of of distractions that I that I see, like it's kind of odd. Like, because when I was on Facebook before, prior to the slap, it was it was hella memes going getting passed around on my timeline about Will Smith, uh, kind of leading up to the situation and specifically i don't i don't have the picture on my computer but i remember a picture where it was uh him and i am legend with the gas prices behind them and they were like seven something dollars and it was a it was a side by side with gas prices in uh california at that time which were higher than the gas prices in the movie um i was seeing shit like that like on my facebook you know being shared you know and it, you know it, memes are another way like memes were actually um originated with the cia like they researched the effects that memes that the meme environment in, in social media will have on millennials gen z and you know newer generations because you know it's a science behind a meme it's it's literally it's it's a joke compressed into something that all we all can relate to and it imprints into our mind you know like a certain message and I don't think we really realize that. Like, it's a different type of, it's, it's a psychological tool that they that, that's out here. And I know leading up to a lot of this, the the slap, I was seeing a lot of different memes and you know a lot of different talk on um, Will Smith. Specifically, one I remember was the uh, scene when he was an I Am Legend, and it was the gas prices. And you know, between now and then, inflation and gas prices have just went crazy. Um. So, you know, I just, I, I find it, you know, really odd. And, you know, fast forward now to the Dave Chappelle situation. It's just like this, it's it's just weird, man. It's like a, it's like a script, a playbook that they follow. And I wish I, um I still yet have figured Probably. out how to share. 
I wanted to I wanted to ask you this: if you saw the uh, from the 1997, uh, I guess it was. I wanted to add this too. Was it the Oscars where this happened? Because that's kind of important too with the location. Uh, with what, what situation? The, uh, Will Smith slap. It was the Oscars. Yeah. yeah. But it's odd because you we know most people was not watching the fucking oscars nobody no. i didn't even know like that's what makes this shit even more odd nobody was watching the oscars but what's actually actually really weird um gematria effects uh sports news i believe is his name zachary hubbard he's the one of the main guys on the original on the originally exposing the gematria calculator and gematria to people he had released a video where in 1997 um i think it was marlon wayne's but it was basically the same shit. It was uh, it was uh Sean Wayne's Sean Wayne, yeah, Sean Wayne's with the um you know the shorties, the short, the short um flash. Yeah, it was the same shit. Like it was like, but it was a skit, there was a literal skit that they did where he did the same thing and they, it ended with him getting beat up, but it was a joke at that time. But it was like the same type of imagery, same setting, same type of situation from the Oscars in 1997. Sean Wayne's he was the host and he did the he did the same shit. It was so odd. It's like they they're picking from a propaganda playbook. The um, you know, 25, twenty-five years later. Yeah, like all it's like the numbers add up, and you know, I'm gonna I'm we may have we may can do an episode on how I feel and how 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 you feel, Stefan, about the dramaturgy. Because how and this is kind of off on a tangent. What I think that that is is it's basically. It's basically codes to an actual supercomputer algorithm type uh, tool. So when you put it in there, like if you don't know what you're putting in there, like you you can get in it, you can get whatever you put in there, basically. Mm. But what I'm trying to say is this is the this gematria shit is like the language that they use that these motherfucking entertainers who drink blood and all this and that. This is the this is the language that they use that they've been using throughout society. Um, amongst each other that's the gematria that's what makes it significant you take that how you take that uh whoever's listening you take that how you take that and what i'm saying is it's, it's a tool that exposed us and it was it's, it's a big tool but you know you take it how you take it you know i think it i think it just shows that we do live in some type of simulation that has to be fed a certain energy uh based off of like probably our social security number astrological chart whatever this is why a lot of shit seems like a ritual seems like it's 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 a uh, predictive programming because this is the simulation it all has to do with the with the the with the holly with the kabbalah and all this all the science that they're trying to hide through their secret organizations and shit like we're finally being exposed to shit slowly but surely this is the awakening finally being, being exposed some uh, i'm going to watch the doctor strange movie tomorrow guess who's in the movie the who's illuminati but see, they're going to give us a little bit of the, they're going to give us a lot of misinformation. They're going to give us half truths. That's kind of worse than giving us, uh, so they're going to give us some shit. So it's secret organizations out there, but clearly we know that they don't call themselves the Illuminati. That's dangerous though, because if anybody, if you if you do your research and find an actual organization that someone may be in, they're going to, I think that you're crazy because they're going to think that it's the Illuminati when, you know, that's based off of the propaganda, what they give us, what they've given us um so it's like a playbook i think you know um and i think it all has to do back go back to the fact that 
you know, we are in some type of astro biological, like we are in a simulation, but it's not like just a computer simulation. This is an actual biological simulation that we're all in based off of the planet alignments, the everything. biology, everything. Yeah, like they can be breaking down into ones and zeros. Yeah, but this this realm is under control. They call it Satan, uh Lucifer or whatever, but it is we are in a simulation, I think, and the realm is under control by a high entity that has to be fed um uh negative energy like off of our fear and hunger um and you know i wanted to i don't want to stay on this too long because we can talk about this for two hours this is why they released this is why you had the motherfuckers come out with the omicron video game that supposedly bill gates um you know when the omicron virus first first popped out unless conspiracy theory was going around about um omicron the, the nomad soul video game that was made in like some europe studio in like 1999 and it's supposed that bill gates funded the actual game and what's so crazy is the main voice in the game is david bowie and if you do your voice you do your re you know about david bowie like he did he, he did a lot of he had a lot of deep shit and started doing a lot of uncovering and started throwing out a lot of subliminals closer to when he he died um and he got you got saturday night saturday night live clips on him and man that shit is wicked um but his he's the voice of the game and basically the game talks about how they're they're in a simulation in a type of metaverse type of simulation that's controlled by an entity that has to be fed energy and i'm like man this shit is fucking crazy man like they're giving us if, if so much information all at once it's so like it's i can see why it's hard to keep up with this shit because they're like doing the opposite they're bombarding us with information and like you just so a lot of people can't accept what they're seeing because it's just too much um so yeah man it's like you know i just i did go kind of golf but i wanted to you know add that about the uh back to uh will smith and shit um and just kind of how they how we're seeing these foundations laid prior to these events same with like the rams and the ukraine um, I did not see that coming. I had the I had Bengals. I had the Bengals winning because it's the year of the tiger and it's all this shit with tigers and um, you know, all this different alignments and shit with or you know, shit going on with tigers because it's the year it's the zodiac Chinese year of the tiger or something like that. Um, but no, it had to do with the Rams. I mean, it had to do yeah, it had to do with the Rams because of the colors, because they were laying the foundation for the U, the Ukraine shit. And I'm just sitting here like, man, it's like everything that I see that I, that is on social media or, on, of course, on the news is like propaganda. It's fucking wild, dude. Like, yeah, yeah it, will, uh, it can drive you crazy just trying to pay attention to everything that's going on. So that that's why it's good to uh, detach at times. Yeah. Um. So I should have done more research about the Chappelle uh, situation. So you saying he got the dude got like beat down and because he bombarded the stage. Yeah, I'm not prepared for the Chappelle situation, but I know when I get offline, that shit is significant. Yeah, he uh, Chappelle was doing you know his show, and the guy just ran up on stage and he tackled him. And when he tackled him, people like Buster Rhymes, Jamie Foxx were a part of the people that were beating his ass. And you can see the video of him getting like taken off stage, but there's a picture of him 
when they have him on the stretcher and he's fucked up. Like his face is swollen, his his arm is broke, it's like bended inward. Like they have like the handcuffs on his broken arm. He's fucked up. You know what I mean? And Chris Rock came on, like you said, significance. Chris Rock came on stage and said, Was that something like Will was that Will Smith? You know, like what? Yeah, he mentioned Will Smith, like right after it happened. Like he grabs crazy. Front row, like you said, this shit is the biggest, like, it's a, you know, these distractions. You got Elon Musk sitting beside Gunner. What like, in the fuck? Like, no fucking sense. Like, it don't make no, I seen a picture, like, before we got on this. So I'm like, what the fuck? Is he, like, Elon Musk sitting beside Gunner at a Dave Chappelle show? Like, this shit just don't be, it don't be making no sense. Like, uh, the, the Met Gala shit just happened. Nobody watched it. That shit don't make no sense at all to me. Like at all. Like Elon, he was there. He was just there. Elon again. He just been he be trolling. Like he be on, he changed his picture to one of those board at yacht club. Wow. These well, it was a bunch of them in the picture. And the, that shot up the price of the board at yacht club NFTs. And then he said something about he's making a he he put a tweet about NFTs and he was saying fungible with like a question mark or mm. like that. So, you know, he was manipulating the market and shit. And um, it's it's interesting because he's there was a report that came out and said he only wants to own Twitter for three years and then he's going to give it back to the public. Mm. So I think, you know, you telling me that um, I've been seeing somewhere like I've been seeing different research, different videos, and people speaking on how, like, his whole... I mean, because I still think Elon's one of them, regardless of what he's doing. Like, it's all a show. Like, when when you said he's sitting beside Gunner at a Dave Chappelle show, it makes me think, like, it's no way in hell it's, they didn't control who sits where because it's they're not going to let somebody like me or you just sit beside Elon Musk, dude, like, with no security like that. So it makes me think even farther, like, Literally, this is probably like a movie scene. I mean, the whole thing is like movie scenes. And, you know, I don't care if that sounds crazy, but that's what it looks like to me. Like, there's no way they're going to let a multi-billionaire just... Nah, I don't I don't know, man. It just... All the shit that seems like stage down to, all, down to the visuals is like what I'm trying to get at. Even down to what we see. Like, I'm sure it's some type of... Something related to why he was... Why him and Gunner were sitting beside each other. Why he's showing up at these events. I mean, because if he's if the if he's really enemies of these motherfuckers, it it'd be on site. Like that's how you know, right then and there. Like, nah. Like I mean, and what I'm trying to get at is two of the bits conspiracies that um have been floating around based on him buying Twitter recently was one. It was that he was basically he's doing it to eventually connected with Neuralink, so they basically have direct connection with our thoughts long story it speaks on the foundation and how they try to connect it um that could be a possibility i don't think i don't i don't think that no i don't what i think it really is though um and it's, it's two ways you can look at this you can say he he really is like for the people it's hard for me to believe that it's hard for me to believe that he's 100 percent for the people i think he's for himself and a certain group of elite and if if you're if you are aligned with that like if you have cryptocurrency or certain you know certain things that can relate with them then you'll be you know you'll you'll 
your uh benefit but he's not doing this shit for you or you or me like for the, for us regular people like he's not i don't think but um the second uh view is you know this is just him basically setting up and i know a little bit more about this uh i can have more information uh him buying twitter is basically the start of them setting up the foundation for um cbdc's and actually like this is it looks more so like that to me and that's it's actually very scary like it seems like to me this is one of these events where it looks like it's for us and it's cool and everything kind of like the stimulus and shit oh man this shit is cool it's legit but it's going to come back to bite us um and i think that's the that's the case i think how they're going to get us is Twitter's going to be revitalized. It's me personally, I lost my Twitter for a while, but I was able to get that back. But I haven't been really active on Twitter since, you know, since it started getting more political and started getting more, you can start, you know, your shadow, you're getting shadow banned and censored and you know, it's bots. You you can see that these are bot accounts with all these fake lights and fake views, uh, fake whatever. But you know, people are actually believing that this is real people because it says, because the app is saying certain shit. I got off the app. Um, so what I think they're going to do, how supposedly this is going to connect to CBDC is boom. He has Twitter, boom, whatever. Um, they're going to have some mechanism to connect it with Doge, Bitcoin, whatever. But what they're going to, what they're trying to propose is using cryptocurrency as a way to get rid of the bot accounts. This is how they're going to basically package it up to, to people that use Twitter. Um, whatever system that they're going to use they're going to use yeah some type of kyc system know your customer and you know about it you know about kyc when it comes to the exchanges and shit it's something it's going to be something very similar to that supposedly a kyc type system where you have to put some type of uh, financial information and stuff up on your twitter account and you know id and shit and that's their way of getting rid of bot accounts because it's like well say you have to have 0.01 Bitcoin, or you do have to have a certain amount to fund your, your Twitter account, then people aren't just going to make spam accounts if you do have to basically have to turn in, if you do have to pay a certain fee for like a subscription service. So that's what I think. I think that that's more realistic. I think that, and I think how this is going to be packaged is Twitter is going to be like how it used to be. It's going to be, I think this is this is another layer to the social experiment with social media that they're doing with us and they use elon they use elon as a guy as a figurehead same how they did with zuckerberg because if you think about it okay we boom myspace was out and all of a sudden boom something happened with some type of social experiment because we both experienced that shit. boom facebook myspace no longer exists to this day we know myspace when it comes to social media nothing out there now equates to myspace and what you could do on myspace like that shit was literally the bit like it was the pinnacle of social media it's the social experiment and i think this is just something that the cia nsa it's a social experiment that they're going to use with twitter and i think the way that they're going to fuck us over is they're going to allow it to not be as censored we're going to understand we're going to see and feel that damn um, we're going to find information on that. We're going to get the most information on there. Like how it used to be. You used to get information first off of Twitter before anywhere else. It's going to become a new spot. But they're going to eventually slide in some type of KYC, some type of um, subscription service. Um, and as the subscription service, they're going to say that this is going to basically basically decrease the level of bot accounts. 
But now that's going to be the new norm for all social media subscription services. You're going to see face. Everybody's going to start doing it then. But it's a way for them to get more money and to have more control. That's how I view it. I think it's, it is more so that. Like, I don't, I think not that Elon's for us or against us. He's more so against us, but he's really about himself. He's going to do some good things for some people, or some people is going to perceive it as good. Some people, it's not going to be good for, you know, most people. So I, that's why I think that him buying Twitter is probably one of the biggest things that happened this year, or the, probably that happened since it's huge. This was bigger than Facebook buying Instagram. Like, this was huge because I think that they're going to transform the Twitter platform. Like, the Twitter platform is going to be the new way that we look at social media and all other apps are going to try to follow suit. And it's, yeah. It's going to, I think, I think, I think they're going to, he's going to transform it on such a level that it's just going to basically, and it's not necessarily going to be good because it's going to end at the end of the day, is they're going to still be able to accomplish um, getting a subscription service in and eventually getting the CBDC in because they're going to lay the foundation with the cryptocurrencies first to get us, you know, get us acclimated to it. But I think they're eventually going to either uh, change turn, change terms, whatever. They're going to use Twitter as, the site where they initially uh, roll out a CBDC, I think. Uh, they, well, the thing is with Twitter is they already have a subscription service on it. It's yeah. called Twitter Blue for people yeah. super followers and stuff. So, I mean, it's already implemented into Twitter. So that becoming the norm, I wouldn't be surprised by that because people always are saying, why is this app free? You know, this don't make sense. Like, why is this free until it's not free? You know, um, yeah. yeah, with Elon purchasing Twitter, that's other than the war, I would say, yeah, that's the biggest news this year because one, he's the richest person in the world, and two, he's like, he's the sole owner purchasing this. Like, like he purchased it for over estimate wise, I think it was over 40 some billion dollars or something like that which is just mind blowing if you just think about it in terms of that. And he, it's not like he's not, um, it's not like he's not accessible because he's on Twitter every day, he tweets every day. Like, you know, and he's a meme himself. He, he be posting memes and shit. Like, you know, so that's why he, he's gained the trust of the people. So well, it's in a sense, that's what like the side where you were, uh, the people where you're talking about, like more so, the crypto side of things, the people that love Doge, like he loves Doge and, you know, people that love that. So they follow him and shit and listen to his takes and whatnot. Then you got the other side that don't rock with him and in terms of, you know, he's a billionaire and they hate, you know, hate billionaires. And, you know, then it gets into the politics side of things. Oh, he's more conservative. He used to be more left and, you know, all of that. But, um, a lot of people are for for him taking over because they believe he's going to help, like what you were saying, bring back Twitter to where it was before, where it wasn't as censored, you know, and um, let allow people to speak, you know, more freely with freedom of speech, even if some people deem it as hate speech or whatnot, just letting it be what it is in the zeitgeist. You know, um, it's, what's interesting is Twitter's uh, – they're already testing the edit button. So the edit button is going to come into play at some point. You know, they already got a down vote. You can down vote somebody's tweet. 
but they can't see that you downvoted it and stuff. So, I mean, it's a little, you know, it's, it's a little small stuff they're doing that they'll put it, they'll put implement into it, and it'll be uh, it will become seamless until people just start using it all the time. They tried to they tried to copy Instagram with the Twitter uh, stories. Nobody cared about Twitter stories. You know, um, you can go live on Twitter, but nobody really cares. What people do like is the Twitter Spaces, though, similar to yeah. Clubhouse. People, that's a good uh, place, and they got the the um, the section where you can go to all the different spaces and stuff, and you can just talk about whatever you want up there, you know. And um, that's a good way to spread information, you know, for people. So I mean, it's it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, for in terms of Elon, I don't look at him as like a savior or none of this or nothing like that. You know, I I just see him as you know, he's someone, you know, he's extremely rich, extremely successful at what he's done. I listen to some, I listen to him talk, you know, and see how he thinks and stuff. He's, he's interesting, you know, in terms of how he, the way he thinks and looks at the world and stuff like that. But I don't see him as like the end all be all. Like, oh yeah, he's going to make everything good again. And st- nah, he's playing a part just like everybody else, you know. So I'm more so just sitting back sitting back and enjoying the show and uh, finding ways to uh, profit from all of this. Yeah, that's all you can do. I, I, I like to say I let them do do they, do what they got to do when it comes to the war, when it comes to all this, even when it comes to like, you know, the, the Roe versus Wade decision that they were, uh, that they just talked about recently. I mean, it's just, I was just thinking early, I'm like, man, it's just so much shit going on. Like you, you got to, you got to be blind, deaf, and dumb not to think, man, something big has got to be happening right now. Why Why are they choosing now to talk about the overturn, overturn road wave? That's crazy, why, right? Like, like, why are celebrities... But we like, learned about that as kids, about Roe versus Wade, and now, like, this shit's been in place for how many years? Like, like it's... Yeah. I, um, I want to get on that in just a second. It's just a little bit more... Um, you know, I wanted to speak on that Twitter situation. Um, I think when we look back, I think that, you know, it's going to take a while. I think it's, I was seeing where it might take six months to six to 18 months for us to really finally see the, see them finally implement the edit button. Um, all that shit, all the changes, it takes a long ass time because they've been, they've been, they've been talked about the edit button. I think they've been actually implemented it, but they haven't put it into place yet. Cause it takes that it takes that long. It takes a long time for them to actually put into place stuff. Like they'll come out and say that they're going to put it into place, and then they it, it, it'll take a while. I think the same thing happened with um when Facebook bought Instagram. Um, it, it took a while for that to kind of finally switch over. I think the stories on Instagram it took that because uh, they had came out and was talking about reels and, and stories and stuff before it finally uh went live. Um, so. I think when we look back, though, I think I, I find it kind of really, really odd that he's bought Twitter. He's saying, you know, he's going to be the savior. I mean, not the savior. He's going to uh, try to make it more um, um, a news site where we can actually. I find all this kind of weird because it looks kind of contradicting to like if we have a government that, you know, has been really hard on us. It looks like they're putting people into place. To do to basically do the inevitable to you know because a lot of this shit has to be reversed it's like they're putting people into certain places um to you know do what we perceive as being good when all along we know we knew at some point they would have to overturn 
you know, Roe versus Wade, for example. We knew at some point somebody would have to address the situation with Twitter when it comes to shadow banning and censorship. Like, we knew all that. We know this shit. We know. I mean, I, when somebody said, like, I, I think I'm shadow banned on Twitter, like, when I think that, it's not that I think I'm crazy. It's that I think that where if I'm being shadow banned, then clearly somebody with a lot more followers, a lot more engagement is being being fucked with on a heavier level. So this shit is horrible if it's, if it's fucking with me. Like, that means they got some bomb-ass AI in the place to really, like, suppress us. Um, but I think that I think that once it starts, I'll say probably in the next year or so, probably this time next year, and once we kind of, because I do think it's it's going to be an influx of people back on Twitter. Um, and I think it's the reason why is because we're going to have another level of information that's going to be dropped on us. I I think it's weird, man. I think that, that Twitter is going to single handedly get us out of like this pandemic, get us out of like get us out of a lot of shit before the government has to come back in and like fuck it up again, basically. Cause I think it's going to be a platform where we're going to actually be able to get real news, not the propaganda that we see on social media right now. And that we see on TV, it's actually worse on social media than it is on TV. I think too. Um, we're going to be able to have a platform where on Twitter, we're seeing one thing like how, like we're seeing like, damn, we're seeing one type of news, but on all these other platforms, it's, it's, it's being covered and it's shown totally different. So somebody's got to be lying. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, we're going to be able to probably see the real shit on Twitter. So they're not going to be able to come out and have, keep giving us these high level distractions like this. Um, you know, you can look at it like that. Um, and I, I I do think, I think that's how they're going to get us on, get people back on the Twitter. They're going to make it free for the people for a short period of time again to get us back on Twitter to, you know, enslave us again. It's a possibility. Um, but I think it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of real information that's gonna be dropped, and it's gonna, yeah, yeah. You can um, you can look at Twitter now and see it as just this wasteland wasteland of people just, you know, saying whatever to get a, to get attention and you know to garner a following and you know become like a viral you know tweet to. Uh, Per tweeter or whatever, and influencer or whatnot. You can look at it like that. You can look at it as, you know, it's all politics now, and people are scared to say whatever, so they say the politically correct things on Twitter. But Twitter is so much. It's it's everything. It's, it's like the title of this movie that I've seen recently, and um, I think it's the movie of the year. It's called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And it deals with the multiverse and uh, a woman living multiple lives and she's having to save her daughter who's lived in multiple lives and she's like this multiversal villain and stuff. And she's got to go into these different uh, universes in order to figure out how to stop her daughter, who's the ultimate villain, you know, and it's, it's an incredible movie. You know, it's one of those smaller budget pictures, you know, but um, that's what Twitter is, is everything, everywhere, all at once. You know, it's, it's, it's a culmination of culture itself. A lot of culture that, is, you know, comes from us, because without us, it wouldn't be possible. And, you know, Twitter knows that. But, you know, um, yeah, where, where else can you see Live reaction, like the, the stuff with the slap that was heard around the world. 
where else can you see that live real time people everywhere just reacting to it at the same time? You don't see that on fa on Facebook and Facebook is more so reserved reserved for like the boomers now. Instagram is a flea market. You know, uh, Twitter is just whatever you, when you want to go to Twitter, you people going to say some real ass shit, they might get banned, deleted, you know, like you said, shadow ban whatever. People going to say what they want to say. And and that that's the way and people have think pieces on there. Spaces, you know, I like going into spaces sometimes and just hearing people have dialect. It's different in Clubhouse, you know. I feel like more so on spaces on Twitter, people are more professional up there and on certain things that is you can really get you can really have good discourse about something, a topic, or whatnot, you know. So that that's exactly what Twitter is, man. Um, it's everything, everywhere, all at once. You know, um, I, I was. It's it's a statistic that was just released where it was saying I think it said like sixty percent of the interactions in the the um shit that you see on Twitter is bots. It's like mostly just it's not real accounts. Like so when you said like wastelands, like and I, you can tell, man. After a while, you can tell. It's hard to really, it's hard to really explain, but you can tell, man. Like you can tell because the comments would be like be extremely one-sided on like certain controversial issues. If it's a controversial issue, it'll be one-sided. So you, then you're like, oh, this whole shit is just nothing but AI and bots. And I started to realize, man, that shit is fucking dangerous, man. That's why I was kind of glad my Facebook, you know, got hacked and I wasn't able to get back in it. I had it since 2007, never had a problem. Um, and that's saying a lot for to have it since 07 and not have any problems, you know? So I started to think like, this might be a good good thing because I don't think we realize how what the memes are really telling us. We see so many memes, we don't understand that at least an imprint, like it's, it's it's doing something to us. And I think it was time for me to just take a break, at least from Facebook, because uh, Facebook is, going, is is in a similar situation too. It's mostly bots. Um, it, it's a way for them to um, have certain pages share information on your page, and you never follow the page. Um, they'll unfollow certain pages and you didn't unfollow the page. Like Facebook is 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 bad too. But yeah, we got to get Twitter, Twitter back to how it was when we were in college, 2014, 2013. When we when I first joined it, that shit was just man. That shit was like black Twitter, like and Vaughn was still out. Like, wow, dude. That shit was incredible. Like it was truly, it wasn't that it was decentralized, it was like you could you had you feel like you had control you felt like okay this side i can speak people are looking at my little tweets and my little whatever 120 characters i'm getting news quick like it's 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 sweet as hell really but when you have like bots and you're seeing a whole bunch of bullshit being shared on your accounts because other accounts are sharing the shit and you know what likely they didn't you know their accounts being fucked with you don't you don't want to deal with it like it's all propaganda and I think that that's why Twitter is, was used. Um, Twitter was an important piece for them to be able to push a lot of this. Uh, Vidco, you know what I'm talking about? Vidco, one nine. Uh, it, it was used to push a lot of propaganda, you know? Same with Facebook. So I think once we get out, once we start to tackle, once they they start to tackle this that problem, we'll start to understand. Like, we'll, we'll it'll feel different, trust me. I don't think we realize how censored shit really is. We think we aren't, 
But we're we're more shit shit now than I think ever before. I mean, if you look at like with these incidents with people running up on stage on uh, entertainers, you know, like that just shows how that that goes into the the censorship, the the into people being overly sensitive now about things that are occurring. It's like everybody is so on edge about shit, so you don't want to say the wrong things. Like you're we're constantly walking on eggshells. Like even when we talk online and stuff, because you don't want to get canceled. That girl, there was a girl, a white girl, just went viral because she knew all the words to a little baby's verse on this song he was on with Drake. She was like lip singing all the lip syncing all of the um. Well, lip singing rather, all of the words, and people were just enamored with it, specifically black people. They like, wow, this white girl just know all the lyrics to this little baby verse. And then you got the other side that's looking like, okay, like this is y'all, y'all, y'all award the most basic shit. Like, who cares if this girl can sing? We do this shit on the regular. Like, this is it's nothing. Like, you know what I mean? Like. It's nothing, it's easy. She gets, she blows up thousands of followers on her IG. Little baby, little baby reposts her on IG. Drake follows her. Then, just like clockwork, within less than two days, they found a tweet with her saying, nigga. Oh my God. It's over, just like that. You know, and this this happens on the regular with these people that, that get this this clout online for just going viral over the stupidest shit. And that goes into the why that goes into my my thinking of uh calling Twitter a wasteland. But at the same time, it's like you can find a lot of beneficial information too. You know, yeah. when there's certain people that do go viral and there's certain threads. I do find myself just going through the thread, looking at hundreds of replies and stuff to certain things and stuff. So yeah, it can be useful in that sense because, again, I believe everything, everywhere, all at once. You find people all over the world with different opinions. Uh, you know, that, that, that's fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and with Elon, you know, we'll see if, if it becomes more free in terms of these type of people being pushed to the, being able to be in the forefront as opposed to the bullshit that goes viral and is, and is we're force fed every day. Yep. Um, I want to speak on, uh, I want to ask you, Stefan, if you heard about here recently. I mean, this shit, this, it's just, it just, it peels, peels my cat back, blows my mind, whatever analogy, whatever you want to use, um, that, you know, shit's going on the way it's going on. Um, what I'm talking about is when, uh, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly came out the other day and said that they do, uh, consume each other's blood for ritualistic purposes oh my god and it's uh, before you speak because i'm gonna get my take but you just got to be blind and and deaf not to see what's going on because you got the disney world shit going on at the same time man like it's like do not hmm you want me to uh, go ahead and give my take? 
Yeah, I want to know if you if you heard about that, and I just want to know your take. Like, yeah, just, just overall, how you feel about it? That's what I thought of when you mentioned blood earlier. When you said people drinking blood, that's what I was thinking of was them. Because yeah, like you said, they said they do rituals and they drink each other's blood, and they they said they consulted with for real life like vampire like specialists or something that told them you know about consuming blood and whatever and all this other stupid shit. And I'm just like, bro, like they tell you right there. They're telling you right in your face like what they do and stuff and how they get down. You know, people just write it off as just, oh, that's just weird and disturbing. But it's much more than that, you know, if you look deeper within and if you do more research, but a lot of people don't care to. Some people they don't want to, you know, some people understand, but they just pretend they don't. You know, just to fit in and shit and whatever and not. They don't want to be singled out and shit because they understand what's going on, you know. But, I mean, I just look at it as like, man, it is what it is. It's like what we already know for so many, for, for whoever who's really doing research out here, who knows the symbols motherfuckers be throwing up. That Doctor Strange movie, I know. And, you know, I'm a huge Marvel fan. I know so much symbolism going to be in that movie tomorrow when I see that shit. Like, it's going to be crazy. And I told you, they already got this superhero group in the comics, in the movie, that's going to be judging him called the Illuminati. So they're throwing up the hand signs, the devil horns, and the, the posters, and one-eyed symbolism, all that shit, bro. I, I see all of it. It's like, bro, like, you know, I understand what's going on, but, you know, hey, I look at it, I, it's, it's entertainment, I get it. But um, most people ain't going to get it, and they're just going to write it off, you know, or whatever. So, I just, I mean, it, I mean, it is what it is. It's just, a, like, like we said before, it's just another distraction, because MGK also said he's going to go back to hip-hop. It's like, we don't want you as a yeah. rapper. You were trash. Yeah. Like, I, I, like, nobody cared. Who gives a fuck about who is like okay? And hip hop has been around for forty plus years. Who gives a fuck about MGK? Like I didn't know he left. I was going to. I, said, I wanted to say I didn't know. Like, he left. See, this dude had to jump. He had to leave the genre and go and become this fake emo pop rock nigga because nobody cared about his raps. He was about to cry when Charlemagne didn't respect him freestyling on Breakfast Club, like. He, he was about to he was about to cry because he, he wouldn't approve of his rapping like that's how bad he wanted to be accepted so now he he's putting on his fake rock star image and shit like he's a badass and shit he's a fucking goofy like you get Megan Fox yeah because you down you got you sit the get down juice right I mean, it is what it is she talking about some she manifested him when she was like four years old or some bullshit like like bro like what it's just a it's just, probably they probably met each, met each other when they were four years old, getting passed through these different Hollywood uh, pedophile rings. That's what she. That's what that. Probably, that's what she meant. They've been knowing each other, man. I think that shit go real deep. Like I think that shit goes extremely deep. You know, and I didn't. I ain't going to speak too much on this. Uh, cause you basically you spoke you spoke on um your opinions basically how I feel. Um, I did want to say that it's kind of odd that they. I mean, this kind of just shows you, like, they call, they call you know, some people regular people, but we're not regular because you can't, you can't be like a regular person and see this. 
how I'm looking at it is they released this because they expected a certain group of people in the in the society to act a certain way, I think. Like, I think they expected us to, like, boom, they released this, and they expected people that's been talking about this stuff to be like, see, I told you to, like, our family members and shit like that, but, like, we're not here for that. I don't even give it, like, <laughs> it's not about that. So it's like, okay, they, it's like they came out and told them that they, they have to release some real information but it actually going to hurt them. It's like everything that they're doing now is hurting them. Everything. Like, cause there's people out here that you can't convince me that they don't sip like adrenochrome and different type of, you know, organ heart, uh, body harvesting. You can't convince me because that's one thing that, that aligns with every civilization. You have a group, you have a sick group of people in, within every civilization that are pedophiles that are like, that's just a part of every civilization being a deviant. Um, so you know, it's just odd to me, man. They came out and basically controlled, try, try, try to think they controlled the opposition by doing this shit, you know, like by having these motherfuckers come out and tell some shit that we, I mean, it's deeper than them just drinking blood. And I do believe it's vampires. Like, I mean, it's it's deeper than them motherfuckers being vampires and shit. Like some people out here really, truly have always believed that or believed that and believe it's deeper than that. But I'm not about to sit up here and be like, see, they came out and I'm not about to sit up here and sit down with a family member or a friend that doesn't believe in that and be like, see, I told you because it's not about that. This is some serious shit. You know, this is like, you know, we, we're dealing with some serious shit with this inform with information and shit like that. So yeah. I just thought it was just real, real stupid for them to do that. Like, I don't know why they just didn't keep on the same script and had to have us like still making conspiracy theories being, and, and wondering and shit. Yeah, you know, every once in a while they'll throw a bone out there and see who catches it, you know. Um, and for the ones that understand it, then I mean, it just it just confirms what you know we already know. And for the ones that don't understand it, they're just going to continue to follow protocol, you know. So, but I just think MGK is fucking goofy a goofy and like yeah. nobody cares about mgk like i mean I again like the dude ran away from hip-hop because nobody give a fuck about his music you getting a diss with eminem now revisionist history we looking back on eminem and like okay is eminem that great like i mean we've had discussions on eminem like you know off air like bro like I go back, I'll listen to some of his older stuff. And yeah, he's in terms of lyrical ability, well, technical ability, in terms of how he can change his flows and pace and stuff. Like he that is he is top tier with that. Like he is yeah. with that. But in Overall, terms of saying, his themes is garbage. 95% of the time is garbage. Like his older stuff, yeah, he was, you know, when he was on drugs and stuff like that. That's when he, that's his best stuff when he's on drugs. This new shit, like. Him, you know, that stupid shit. He be doing like, you know, give you a headache. White people love that dumb shit. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it, it it makes me cringe. Like, honestly, like, he's got more bad albums than he has good albums. And these motherfuckers have the nerve to say, oh, yeah, he's the GOAT. Or he's the that, that And it's funny to me because they're, you know, that that's their GOAT right now, right? They're setting up their new GOAT with this guy named Jack Harlow. Yep. Who's fucking mid? He is trash. This, this dude is trash. like he's like 
He's like they're trying to make him like a watered down version of Drake. Like I've listened to it, I've listened to some of his songs, and I don't see nothing that about him that stands out other than he's, he's white. He's, white. He's, got, he's got a little bit of style. So they're like, okay, we finally got one. He's not he's not fucking insane or a fucking pedo, a, a, a sicko like Eminem. You know, he's not like this this fake punk rock emo kid like MGK. He's actually this white boy that's cool and black people have accepted. And he, he knows how to dress a little bit. So we're going to fuck with him. We're going to push him and make him like the new Drake. Like, But the truth is, he doesn't have the talent. He's not good, man. Like, he reminds me, he reminds me of like, it's, it's like he, his whole persona is like a 1980s rapper in 2022. Like, it's boring, man. Like, his shit, his, his, his flow, his technical ability, it literally seems like it's some shit that is scripted. Like, he has no emotions, no energy. Like, I would, I was, I would even say like they're trying to groom him to be like the one, but I don't even know why they want to stick with Post Malone. Like, just stick with Post Malone, like, because we don't want to hear this bullshit. You know, it's funny the, yeah, because Post Malone was the, the their their poster boy for a minute, you know, but he he went so far left in terms of he looks like a skinhead now. He's not he coming back. These tattoos and shit, like. Nah, they, they got to move away from that. His image ain't right. J Jack Harlow has the image that they want because they they see how people, specifically black people, fuck with Jack Harlow. You know, black women love Jack Harlow. I see this shit on social media all the time. So they're trying to make him look like he's that dude when he's not at all. He's not good. Like, he's mediocre. He's as average as they come, like, in terms of rapping ability. The only thing he has for him is that he's white and he can dress a little bit. But if you looked at him a couple years ago, he was a fucking dork. They changed it. They completely did a 360 on his whole look. He looked like a fucking nerd that would get pushed in the lockers and shit a couple years ago. He signed to the same label as Uzi. Uzi wasn't fucking with him. But now all of a sudden they're on good terms because... That label's fucking with Jack more than they're fucking with Uzi. You know, Uzi's wow. a superstar compared to Jack. You know what I mean? So it, it's it, it's interesting, man. It's interesting how they play these games. And I say this all the time in the uh, group chat I'm in. I always say, I'm like, bro, I, it's so obvious what they're doing with this Jack dude. He's not that good. He's not, he don't got it though. He don't have it. No. But they're pushing him to make, they're forcing him upon us. They're going to remake, they're remaking the White Man Can't Jump movie and he's going to star in it. This dude doesn't, like, he doesn't have no acting ability. He don't have, like, no personality. Like you said, like, he just, like, he's just, like, oh, okay, he's a white dude that that knows how to, like, dress a little bit, I guess, and knows how to talk, you know, because he hang around niggas for the most part. That, that, I mean, bro, we know niggas like that our entire lives. Like, okay. Like, right. That's actually real, real niggas. Like, yeah, yeah, I look. You can tell he's a poser. You can yeah. look at him and tell he's a poser. He didn't grow up like this. You, there's old videos of him as a kid. He didn't grow up like this. He grew up in suburbia, idolizing niggas like Drake until he started hanging with these niggas when he got older and he got around these uh, these industry dudes and they changed his whole look to be like, you're that, you're that cool white boy. You're like the John B right now of the, the 2020s. You're the John B right now. Black people fuck with you, so we're gonna push you into superstar. 
Man, um, where do I start, man? There was a lot of shit. <sighs> yeah, I just I I can't stand this just any music that he puts out. It's just like it's like some great value shit to me, man. Like it's just not nothing in it. It's nothing technical about it. There's no energy in it. Like he'll have a good he'll have some semi-good production, and it's like, man, this nigga is this dude is weak. Like his energy <laughs> is weak. Like why it's like they literally this shit is getting so bad, they can literally create somebody to, and, and and push his shit and like push his shit on the radio so much that you have to listen to it because i have i got serious and i listen to it sometimes and like man it's been plenty of times where he'll be playing on like five or six different satellite stations at the same time dude and it usually might be the only hip-hop stations and he's playing on there at the same time it's like man like i don't want to hear this shit like i don't want to hear this shit for real like i guess little dicky didn't work for him Lil Dicky did exactly what he was planned out. He was planning to do. He used hip hop as a launch pad to do what he really wants to do, which is acting. He has his own TV show on FX right now, which I've actually watched the show. I actually think it's a decent show, but it's a copy of Atlanta. It's a, it's a white version of Atlanta, essentially. Yeah, so, you know, we'll have to see. We we'll have to see how how um I think I think music is going to revitalize. I think I think like a lot of this shit where I think we've been getting such a shitty product for over a decade since the last recession. Like I don't think we realize how bad of quality everything has been, dude. Like we don't really realize how bad everything's been until you know I think until shit was changing now. I don't think we realize how bad the music has and everything has really been. We think it's been good, but. I think we're going to see a revitalization of like the counterculture type era in 2020 in, in a future in a futuristic sense. So like for you, for example, like like how your content is like the the concept is so far out there. That's going to be the norm. Like it's like it's just you're going to still have mumble rap, but everything's going to have to have a concept. Even the mumble rap, like it's going to have to be creativity that's going to trump everything. Um, but the first thing we got to do is get our voice back, like have somewhere where we can speak on real news and get real news instead of getting shit that's con controlled. So, you know, it's that's interesting, man. I also don't think we realize how watered down and how trash for at least a decade a lot of shit's been. It's it's so it's so interesting to see this because, like, you know, once you start liking certain things on uh, Twitter or retweeting it, you know, the algorithm will show you more stuff like that. So, of course, I'm into music, TV, film, and shit like that. So, I see tweets about stuff like that all the time. I be see I see people talk about music that's out right now. And some will complain. Some will say, this shit's fire. Like, I miss this type of music. But it's like, bro, like, if you really, if, if that's the type of music you really love, then why aren't you supporting it? Right. You continue to put this mediocre shit, like, and I've been listening to dude for like 10 years. Little Dirk is mid, bro. He's horrible. I don't even listen to that. I, I, I know my homeboy, he'll hear this. He gonna be, he's a big Dirk fan. Look, I like some of Dirk's songs, but dude is not, he's not, I mean, he's, I, I've been listening to him for a long time. I don't under, really understand why he's as popular as he is right now, but I can in a sense if we wanted to look into spirituality and the shit that's happened around him. Yeah. You know what I mean, you know, like if we if you want to look into that, then it makes sense why he had this ascension that's taking place in, in the game. But as like talent, 
I would oh yeah, I would listen to him over Jack any day, but I don't think he's that good, honestly. A lot of these artists, these top artists in the game right now, are not like really saying nothing in their music at all. You know what I mean? And and people are tired of it. They're the hip hop has been around for over 40 plus years. Hip hop, the number one genre in terms of popularity now, right? Hip hop runs the culture, runs everything, right? But the people that we have at the forefront are not standing for nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's not what it started for. That's not why it started. You know what I mean? Like it's it, it's to the point to where it's re, it, it's reached like a um it's reached like a, a brick wall. And people are just not, they're not trying to push through and make something that's elevating people's minds and stuff. You know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to do with my music. I mean, you you understand what I'm trying to do with my content and stuff. Like, even hearing my dad listen to some of my songs, and we don't really talk deep like that, you know what I mean? But he knows how I think and stuff. He was saying he gets what I'm doing in terms of, you. I'm trying to teach people within my music. And it also, it sounds good. Which is like, yeah, that, that's exactly what I'm trying to do. Like, I got shit, damn near like 20 album titles of different concepts planned out for years of what I want to do. You know what I mean? And this album that I'm putting out is part of that, you know? And a lot, like you said, a lot of people aren't thinking like that. They don't have that creativity, you know? They're just looking at it as just a quick cash grab. But the thing is, a lot of people ain't even making money from this shit. Anyway, it's through the merch. You know what I mean? So it's it's a lot of shit that goes into it. They're not making it from the music itself because you give all the we gave all the power to the fucking corporate people back in like the 80s. They sold us out to them. You know what I mean? And it's it's interesting, but but like you said, bro, like you think I think it's it's gonna be revitalized, you know what I mean? Um because people want something different. The, the creativity in the game in terms of the rappers and stuff, it's like, it feels like it's the same shit that's been happening. Same type of music. It's no, it hasn't elevated. We've been on this trap sound for over a decade now. And it's like, it's gotta do, we gotta keep doing, we gotta do something different. We gotta, people are tired of it. If not, it's gonna die out. and it's Or it's gonna become like jazz. It's gonna become like rock. And it's just gonna, we're gonna be, we're, us, we ain't gonna see us. We're gonna see more Jack. That's why I always talk so much about Jack. That's why I say everything I say about Jack because I understand what's going down, mm-hmm. like right in front of us. Um, but I do hope, man. Like Kendrick, man, Kendrick's dropping next week. I, I, like, the what what I've been seeing about him is like he's gonna be putting out a double album allegedly because the the name of the album is Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. And somebody posted a picture where he's holding two CDs with one Mr. Morale and the other the Big Stepper. So people think it's going to be a double album. And he had a book titled Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, but you know, with his name Kendrick Lamar. So he might be putting out a double album and a book at the same time. People ain't doing shit like that, you know what I mean? And we already yeah. know Kendrick is a different type of thinker, and you know his creativity's through the roof, you know. So. That would be a real, that would be revitalization. That would be a palate cleanser, you know, for the game. You got people like, you know, Pusha T, still hip-hop, raw, uncut. You know, um, 
But then you still got people like Future who still has a huge impact on the game. You know what I mean? So it's going to be interesting to say the least. I, I can't wait to hear that. And I haven't been listening to really much anything recently. I've just been focused on my own music. But I'm definitely going to listen to Kendrick's uh, album when it comes out or albums. Yeah, I, I thought it, that's why I brought up the topic because I was th- I, I was thinking about that album. It's like, and I was I was watching a, a series of Duke of Tears, uh, his most recent um, lecture that he had, and he was speaking on how you know they basically have to, they're gonna have to, they're gonna have to revitalize everything. That's why I say it's gonna be this whole decade is gonna be like the 1970s counterculture with the extreme rebellion, but a back with into a back to the future sense. So I think they know this because we live in some type of something that's like a simulation. They know there's certain energy that we're going to reach into. And they know now people are rebelling. Everybody's quitting jobs. I think actually the most people that's quit the job, quit jobs in the last two years in one single month was actually the month of March this year. Like that was more than ever, than ever supposedly. Um, and it's because of it's got to happen. That's why I quit. When I quit, I knew I was like, I, I mean, I got like if I, it's, it, it's going to reach a point where like we're reaching into energy where work as we know it, everything as we know it is not going to be the same anymore. That doesn't mean you can't have a job, but it, it's, it's, it's not going to be the same. It's going to change. You got to adapt and change with how, how shit changes. It's got to change. And I do think like, you know, back to what we were saying about them, like Met Gala, Oscars, even with the pandemic, when they were showing uh, who's true celebrities and whatever, I think the pandemic actually was what exposed, of course, exposed us like the lockdowns. It exposed us to this shit and to how how whack and how lame these celebrities really are without propaganda, without something backing them. Like these celeb, most of these celebrities are fucking whack. Like we don't even want to like something happened where we don't even want to keep up with them. Like we don't want to like they're whack. Like. <laughs> They're fucking whack. Like we want normal people who to, to be able to tell their story. At least that's what I want. I want to know the normal souls and how their creative mind works because I understand creativity is not what we're what we've been getting. Like it's not about what we know because what everything we know has been controlled. It's been given been given to us. We don't really know what creativity like really is because everything's controlled. So I think yeah, this whole decade you're gonna have a people versus the government. Like it's gonna get real crazy. Like um, because we're in a we're in a rebellious Uranus type energy, um, like they know this. So I think a part of them knowing this, they're gonna have to come out and tell us some truth. Like they gotta know this. They gotta do certain shit. And I think a part of that is we're gonna see a revitalization and in 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 conscious music to such a level to where we're gonna think it. We're gonna think this is the golden age for real. Watch. And I, that's how. That's what I got out of. Why would Kendrick just now be releasing this album? He could have. He had this whole time. During this pandemic, to release content, why would he wait till just now? Because now is the time he was chosen to have to release this content. I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna gonna be pretty fucking fire. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, you're gonna see. But it's not just gonna be in music though, because what you were speaking about when you said we reached, we hit that brick wall. That's a part of this shit too. Like physically, like consciously, like not even on a conspiracy level, on a spiritual level. We've hit a brick wall when it comes to hip hop, and it may. I mean, hip hop. This shit that we listen, that we how we know this, this music, this this frequency. I do see it eventually becoming something. You know, kind of getting taken away from us because 
this is going to be the start of us having to start a whole new music genre watch. Mm-hmm. And I think this new music genre is going to, it's going to connect all senses. It's going to do it on, it's going to connect all senses. Like we, as, as melanated people, we have to, like when we, when we get that pressure applied, it's certain shit that activate and activates to where we have to do certain shit. So yeah, they're going to have rap and hip hop, but I'm saying it's going to be, this is going to be the very soon. It's going to be the start of a new genre, like a whole new genre. Like it's going to be a whole new genre. And you can kind of, you might be able to say that like, because it's, I mean, the sound shifted. It shifted, oh, like a lot over time. It's become more futuristic, um, you know, more using more digital technology to actually alter the sound. Um, and I think as that comes along, like it's going to change the genre, like more, di- more technology, more different shit that we use with the current sound is going to, in a sense, branch off. And it could be a whole consciousness branch off, which I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's going to be that. It's going to be a consciousness branch off from all music genres from pop hip-hop country it's going to be one new genre that's just going to be straight consciousness i think that's going to we can we're going to be able to feel this artist and when we listen to this artist like whereas now with certain artists you can feel and and visualize you know what they're saying in their lyrics whatever this is it may be a new frequency that's found with you know the technology it may be something that's new that's found that's going to alter the sound and now we're going to be able to taste smell like we're going to be able to use all senses, so they can have rap. Because I, I agree, we have hit a wall, just like we hit a wall with jazz and, and all that, and we just found a new sound and evolved it. That's all that's going to happen. That's that's the power that we have. For sure, for sure. Um, I just wanted to add one one other thing with that the Kendrick thing is he was doing performances last year and he was wearing like all white, like a holy. He looked like he was a holy figure. And then he had the leak track list. It was, uh, could have been, probably was fan made, who knows. Songs like Pale Horse Apocalypse as one of the titles of the songs. And then you got people like Daylight saying that he's heard some of Kendrick's songs and he's like, dude, like, it's insane. Like some of the stuff he's taught, like what he's saying on the songs and stuff, like he's really, He's taking it there, like he's gonna get killed. He's going out for the the way he's he could get like killed, you know. But they like likes to troll and shit. But he, I mean, I I don't know. Like, I mean, we'll we'll see. We'll see next week because we haven't heard anything from the album. It's just you know we just know that it's coming next week. Um, potentially two albums, and uh, yeah. I you know because Kendrick is one of those land he's one of those landmark artists that he can take off five years. It's been five years since his last album, and it's like people are just as excited just to see what's next for him because he's got he's one of those artists that just he just pushes the, his creativity, you know. So I'm looking forward to it, man. You know, I feel like you know the paradigm shift, you know, is happening. It's happening again or whatnot with him. So, and with him being the start of it. So, yeah. I brought up the switching and the, the evolution of the genre because when I was talking to you about the stem player, it made me think about that as well. Because I'm thinking, like, a very small number of people understand what I think what Kanye really did, what he's doing with, with that. Like, yes, yeah, $200. And, you know, he's got it in a, such a way where you can, you know, He's got the album on the stem player, but 
and there's other better technologies out there, but you don't have artists on his level. Like you don't, you don't see Jay Z coming out and, in a sense, put it. Well, I lied. He did it with Watch the Throne. I was about to, I was about to be real hypocritical. I lied. He did it with Watch the Throne, where they had put where I think if you bought one of the, it was a phone that you bought or an app. Android. Yeah, you bought the phone. A Samsung. I, I think it was Samsung. Yeah, yeah, and they had the app. Oh, Jay Z started. That. I was about to really. Yeah, I'm glad I caught that. Um. But, but that way, the thing is with that, just to, I just wanted to interject real quick is he didn't, he don't own Samsung. Kanye, yeah, owns this, like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's a that's a deeper message. Like, he owns, like, he's still Jay's still doing partnerships, and you know, you know, he's still work fucking with daddy, you know, he still has to depend on daddy with that. So, um, with Kanye, with him putting it. Um, putting it on a stem player, it made me realize it's like, dog, like you're gonna start to see a lot more of this, like in the music game. Like, so you're gonna start to see a a, a, a big surge in people just experimenting with different musical equipment or different instruments. Um, I think you're gonna start seeing more artists do stuff like that because I think he would, his sales, him doing this technique probably put his sales out of the roof. Like, he, oh, he he did a he posted it on Instagram. It's in within just a genius. Day, had, when in, within a day, he had made over a million dollars off of it's genius, dude. Um, and yeah. you don't have to just you're not stuck to this, you're stuck to you're not stuck to this the Donda album. You can put you can do all music, all different ones like that. And it is better technology out there, but I think nah, this is what he, that like <laughs> man, the what like people don't understand, bro. Like Kanye's gonna be looked at like Beethoven and all of these artists, like years. When many years when he's dead, gone, he's gonna be looked at in the same light as these these bigger holier than thou figures and shit that we see in history, you know. And I would argue that Zaytoven is better than Beethoven. I would argue that, you know. But um, it, it, it it's interesting because he's so the way he thinks is so many. He he thinks years down the line, like people don't get it, but. It's smart what he's doing, man. Like he's trying to, he really wants to empower artists. That's why he did that. Yep. He want he's he put up the post, he tweeted or not tweet, he put up on Instagram a text message. He lost his deal with Apple. Apple wanted the the, the his new Donda 2 album, they wanted it to be exclusive through Apple Music for like a week or something like that. He said, Nah, I didn't want to do that. I'm doing it on Donda, my uh, on my stem player. So he lost that deal. He's like, fuck that. Like, I, I want to, we, we've been giving too much power to these corporations for so long. It's like, we need to bring that back to us. That's why I'm having the STEM player. You know, it's not just about me. It's about other artists doing something similar, bringing that power back and like, yo, understanding the power that you have. It's like, bro, you don't need, you don't need these labels to generate money, man. Like, if once you got that following and you got a, a real following of people that rock with you, they're going they're gonna go wherever you're going with your stuff, bro. Like they they yeah, there's people that's gonna complain, like nigga, why you like why you being so difficult? Like just put this shit on streaming, you know, make it easy. But they still want to hear the album, so some are gonna still go, you know, go find a way to get on that shit on the website, listen to it and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And Look at what Nipsey did. He did it twice with his uh 
his mailbox money mixtape and his uh, Crenshaw mixtape. One he sold for a hundred dollars, the other he sold for a thousand. And people were lining up buying that shit. The physical CD. And Nipsey was nowhere near on the level of Kanye. You know, so if if he could do that shit, people Kanye's level lower, they all can do that. And that's the start of a real revolution. You know what I mean? And turn well for for artists that is, you know, that can branch out as uh, that can branch out though into other uh, facets of life. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure how like the intellectual property rules or you know how how that shit would work, but dog, like, you can teach a whole course on just that stem player. Like you can teach a whole course on on music with just a stem player, dude. If you really think about it, like that is huge. That is huge. That's deeper than just getting a physical CD. Like this dude literally, like that's huge. That's a big deal to me. Um, you know, and like, like, you know, it's, of course there's other technologies out there, but it, you haven't had an artist on his level. It's the, that matters. Like if Drake was to come out and, and do the same thing, whatever technology that he used or whatever, people are going to gravitate towards that before they do their research. You know, some won't do research that matters because his voice, you know, his voice matters. So, right. you know, that's why, yeah, I, I think stuff like that is why it's, we're going to start seeing a lot of that, man, because it's we've hit, we've hit that brick wall spiritually and literally in the conscious world. Like we hit that brick wall and a part of our, a part of how we are as humans, we, we got to change that. And I think that's this is the start of it slowly but surely. You know, well, last thing I wanted to mention, uh, I think because we're close to closing out on this one, because we, I mean, talked about a lot. Man, did you see the video footage with the baby and, sh and that Walmart dog? I was about to, I was about to make you laugh because before I was about to, I was about to ask you how you felt about Slim Baby Jesus, Jesus, because that motherfucker like uh, the baby, he been in the headlines recently. You know, it's usually always something going on or something that's about to happen. Yeah, but I did see it though. Yeah, like you know, he. It's it's interesting because they they one of the, the the shots in the the Walmart. Well, we know they're saying they just got this footage, Rolling Stone. They've had this footage for years. They were yep. waiting for this moment to that he fucked up again, and they were gonna. Now, and to that and to that point, I do agree with him on like, yeah, he's being targeted. Obviously, he's being targeted by. Those people, you know, who those those people he offended, that shit is still he can go, he can go and donate to their organizations and go and have discussion with them. They're not gonna forgive him for that shit he said on that stage. And he didn't really uh, he he apologized, but he really didn't. Like he, he did, yeah. Him. Like I mean, like but it, I mean when we first heard it, it's like why did he say that? Like it made no sense, like out of nowhere, he just says that in the middle of the concert. And you people are like, what the fuck is he talking about? You know what I mean? And and that spiral that he was losing, he said he lost like millions of dollars behind that shit or whatever. And um now you see him in the news again. This dude swinging on his own artist at a show. This dude bigger than him, that dude's gonna whoop his ass. I don't care what nobody says. If the if the his bodyguards on there, that dude's gonna whoop his ass, bro. Yeah. Like you could tell he was about to knock his little the baby ass out, bro. Like the baby got a Napoleon complex. Like, yeah, he do. 
But that that's the same artist. Wisdom is his name. This nigga caught a first degree murder charge for him last year. Yeah, you can look this up. First degree murder charge. He called a first degree murder charge out in Florida, I think in uh, Miami. You know, and this is his artist and whatnot. And the baby over here swinging on him and shit. You know, some people said it was staged. Like we said, ever since I showed you those videos of the baby when he first got on wearing the diapers and shit and everything about his career, his career does not make sense to me at all, bro. Like how he even got, he got on because of that shooting. And people were like, who the fuck is this nigga? Like, he blew up off of that. But before that, you've been, you've been, you know, he, they, they say he's from Charlotte. You've been here your entire, this area your entire life. You've never heard of this nigga until like randomly out of nowhere. He's like one of the biggest artists on the come up or some shit. Yeah. It doesn't make, it don't make no sense at all. And he's he all came- bullshit. Oh yeah. Go ahead. I I didn't mean to cut you off because it was kind it kind of lagged um when I started talking but um uh he came out of Slim Baby Jesus I believe but he was still yeah. like he was I think he was wearing a diaper and shit but he still then he, he came out of nowhere like I don't know anybody I mean I'm not from that part of Charlotte and stuff but you know I don't know anybody that know anything about this dude I mean it, it, it's interesting too because that. That video, they edited it to where he got into that fight. Okay, he got into a fight with this dude that's supposed to be a fan of his, right? So you see him bum rush the dude in Walmart. Then you see the other angle of him, they tussling, right? Then the the camera cuts away. Then you see people are scattering, and you see the baby walking back towards, like, the frozen food aisle, and you can see he has his gun, and he like he just discharged him. This he just shot the dude that he ultimately killed, the, who was a teenager, I think, at the time. Now we don't see what that dude did. Cause at first I was thinking, like, this nigga been bragging all these years about killing a teenager. Like that was a fan of his. You know what I mean? Like and but then again, it's like we don't see the angle of that kid. If he actually pulled a gun out, because they were saying that he pulled a gun and the baby said he feared for his life, you know, North Carolina, stand your ground type shit. He feared for his life, so he he shot him or whatever. I mean, like, I, I don't know, bro. Like, I, I just think it's some bullshit behind it. Like, honestly, still to this day, the people, uh, that, that kid's, uh, that dude's family was saying that it's some the, what the baby did was murder. He got off on murder. You know, is what some people were saying. Um, he just shot a nigga that walked up in his... I mean, but I understand that. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Like, the dude walked up on his house and he neutralized the dude. He shot him or whatever. But it's like, bro, this dude is always some bullshit behind him. Always some bullshit. I just don't understand why. Like, I don't understand why he was chosen to be that. You know? But ever since I saw that nigga wearing that diaper, I knew he was on some bullshit. Ever since then, that's what he is. His whole career is he ain't gonna last. This nigga gonna end up in jail or dead, bro. Like I think they're gonna sacrifice him eventually. That's what I, I think his shot. plan is. I you think his plan is a sacrifice. His brother who committed suicide said he was the reason he was doing. It. I mean, like I, his dad dies right before his debut album comes out, or not. His big album comes out. Yeah, it was like a day before, wasn't it? 
Yeah, he put his dad on the album cover and stuff. It's like, I mean, like, bro, like. And it's named after him. It's named after, I mean, like. I, <laughs> like, I think that's their last name, Kurt. I think oh, that's their oh, last yeah, name. Okay. Oh, but still, yeah. like. I don't know, bro. Like, I, I thought for the jump, his career just, it didn't, that Cam Cold Heart shit, he passed away. Well, he was killed. Um, He was saying how that was fabricated. That shit was, it was a fucking, he was in on that shit. He came you know, out and said that, and then he died right after that. He came out I and mean, said that the whole thing was fabricated and died right after that. Yeah, man, I, I don't know, bro. I just know it's some 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 sorcery, some some wicked shit. You know, what I mean, that goes on, and he is like a he's one of those targets right now for good reason. I mean, the shit he's in, like he's a fucking what I say, he's an agent of chaos. Like same as Lil Dirt. Lil Durk, Takai, Whack One Hundred. That yeah, nigga's an agent of chaos. I like. I, it's like they all they do is serve their whole purpose. They serve purpose. Their sole purpose is to just, you know, inflict toward um inflict this uh bring this forth this negative energy on upon you know the more, more so the black community than anything else. Like this dude, Whack One Hundred. It, I don't understand where this nigga came from. I don't understand how this nigga came. Like, like none of his, his story don't make sense to me because he now he be getting interviewed and shit, and all of a sudden this nigga has sex tapes of all these celebrities. I don't get how. I'm like, how the fuck this nigga? He's supposed to be this top ranking Pyru or whatever from West uh, from Cali. How the fuck does this nigga get in the same like vicinity as these people? And how does he get all this this secret information? It don't make no sense. This nigga is an agent, bro. Like he's an agent of chaos. Every time I hear him talk, he's always talking some bullshit. Like he's always talking about, you know, he's always like trying to, you know, trying to get people riled up and shit. It, it don't make no sense to me at all, bro. Like other than then he's just here to just cause destruction. Yeah, I agree with that. He just came out of nowhere. Um, but yeah, I, I put little Dirk in that category because that's what I think like with, about him and like Takashi. Like these motherfuckers are literal. They on CIA payroll. The the baby like they are made to push negative frequency and infiltrate whatever gang or whatever whatever is actually in that environment or in that in that in that area working or whatever whatever area they're in. They're there, there to infiltrate and fuck shit up. And we like your, your boy Takashi, bro. We called that shit way before, way ahead of time. Like, and he's still back on that shit now. That shit funny because that. He got a whole new group that, that's a story. Niggas getting heated arguments over Takashi. Like, it, 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 like, I mean, it's like, bro, like, I've been saying, I, like I said back then, and on our, our biggest episode to this day, over 300 some players or whatever. That might not even be the real count, you know what I mean? But yeah, I said this nigga was an agent from the jump, bro. Like, how? I mean, he even said it in a recent interview. I seen him. He did with academics. He's like, "Come on, man! You see all these dudes, you know these real street niggas or whatever, Pyru, blood or whatever. Then you see this rainbow-haired Hispanic Mexican kid. That shit don't make no sense. Go back and look at that gummo video. Like, what?" Like who's like this is what y'all doing? 
Like, I mean, y'all, y'all accepting this nigga? Come on, that, that nigga was an agent from the fucking jump, bro. He was extorted from the jump. He was extorted by the nine trades, like from the jump, bro. Like, I mean, I, I don't know what else to tell. I don't know what else to say, man. Like, it just the shit he gets away with, and all these niggas, Meek Mill, that fake, that nigga, like Meek Mill is like. I, Dude, like, I, I don't want to ever run into one of these niggas because I know it's going to be problems for real, bro. Like, like for real. Because I, I look at these dudes as just all clowns, bro. Like, yeah. he claims to be so real. And then t- and then 6 9 runs up on this nigga with a camera in the parking lot. And he does nothing. He talk, he been talking all this shit like he was going to whoop his ass or some shit when he see him. You know, Takashi going to get touched and shit. This nigga been out for years. Ain't nothing happened to him. Why? Why has nothing happened to him? Because that nigga's an agent, bro. And they say it now. They like little Reese. That that nigga, little Reese, supposed to be you know Chicago's uh, Grim Reaper or whatever bullshit. This nigga talking about some yeah. We saw him at the airport and shit. I knew he was there and shit. I'm like, okay, nigga, like you you claim you so tough and shit. Like you run, you a real street nigga. You ain't do a goddamn thing when he pulled up in Chicago. He went to O Block. You ain't do shit. Why? Oh, yeah, you know, man, that man a fed. Yeah, it's easy for you to say he a fed. Now, he was a fed from the fucking jump. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. He was a fed from the jump, and you knew that. Like, stop fucking playing, bro. Like, stop playing dumb, bro. Like, these niggas, oh, man, yeah, man, Takashi need to get his touch, man. Of course, niggas, now they, that, that's their excuse. Yeah, he's a fed, bro. Like, we ain't nobody fucking. That nigga was a fed from the jump. You fuck niggas don't want to admit that shit, though. So it is what it is. If they admit that he's a fed, then we would have to be like, how, how do they know? How you know he a fed? Because they are feds too. They in the same group, program, whatever. I mean, I think they, they, they in the He's another agent of chaos. Like, I mean, that dude, he's going to end up dead or in jail. Like, I, like that's how I look at him. Like, the thing is with NBA Youngboy, the way they're pushing Jack Harlow, NBA Youngboy could become like the next Drake type level artist, in my opinion. He yeah. has that influence on the young generation. Like he's like 22 years old. They said he's on pace to pass like some of Drake's records in terms of like certifications with gold and platinum songs and shit. This nigga ain't no debate. He's the king of YouTube. Yeah. Go look at Youngboy. Go look up NBA Youngboy on YouTube. This nigga's the most streamed on YouTube. I ain't never, I don't understand that shit at all, bro. Like, but he don't be talk, he don't get talked about like that in terms of you know, big best rapper and shit. But these kids fucking love Youngboy, bro. It's insane, bro. Like, I don't know. Yeah, they do. They they love him. But I'm not gonna hate, you know, I don't listen to his shit. But you know, I'm not gonna say that he's not he ain't popping if somebody's listening to it. What's that? What's that? Um I guess in closing I wanted to say I saw what was it yesterday or the day before? They're finally doing the the um the trial for Eric Holder, the guy they said that killed Nipsey. That's happening, they say June second is when that's gonna take place. So that should be interesting, I think, to see what happens with that. Um, I'm trying to think, is there anything else? Have you been keeping up with the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard 
Uh, Charles, that shit is crazy, man. I, dude, honestly, bro, no. I, I look, I, I see people talk about it online. Uh, well, I see it is trending and shit, and I be seeing videos and shit. I seen the little TikToks. They put the emotional music behind Johnny talking and shit. Like, you know, my life is ruined regardless of the results of it. I'm like, bro, like, bro, like, again, it's another distraction, bro. Like, he already lost in court once. All right? He's already lost. Which I don't think people understand that he's already been found guilty, like of abuse. This is him. I think. I think this case is him. Like uh, this. This trial is him countersuing her. Okay. Yeah, defamation. For defamation, he's already lost. Now he's just trying to like he's get. He's trying to get you know the court of public opinion on his side, which it, that's what it looks like. People hate Amber. That's what it seemed like to me. But it's like, bro, like. It, I, honestly, I'm trying not to pay attention to that. Yeah, show. I paid attention for a couple of days, and I just like, nah, this is a, just a big ass distraction because it's really nothing. It's really nothing. If you, if you really, if you really think about it, who still, I don't give a fuck. Like, it's really nothing, and I just kind of just you know stop paying attention to it. I will. I think this week, I think she's supposed to stand trial. I want to see like how 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 it is. A couple of uh, you know cross examinations, but I'm not gonna waste my time with it. You know. Like every day, all day. No, it's like they covering this shit more than they cover OJ. Yeah, it's like what the fuck? Like I, I, I don't know, man. I I don't get it. Like what well, these uh these fans and shit or these stands like they be going crazy. Like we told you, you uh Johnny Johnny, you know. But it's it's bigger than them. You know the the whole um what is it? The whole thing, you know, more so with the men, he say versus she say type shit with, you know, believe women, believe men. It's 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 all playing into that shit. You yeah. Know, this whole that's what this case is really about. It's like who who's gonna prevail, you know, with this the battle of the sexes, believe women or believe men, and you know all that shit. And I'll just it's like, sad. I, I don't care. Honestly, I don't care. Yeah, it's it's sad. But uh, other than that, I mean, shoot, another domestic abuse case, that Tori and Meg shit is still going on. Yeah. And she she just did an interview with Gail King. And she Crying was, and shit. Man, the, the Oscar should have went, went to her. She put on a performance. Like, I'm like, bro, like, what is this bullshit? Like, I was watching it. I was like, I, like, I don't buy none of this. She, and she tried to play it off when... Uh, Gail was like, so did y'all have a sexual relationship? And it's like she she kind of stumped. Uh, she had to think for a second. No, nah, we didn't. I'm like, they hate short niggas, but short niggas out here fucking everybody bitches, though. That's why, like, like, why can't she admit that she? I mean, Tori, I mean, the thing is, is Tori said, yeah, that they were, they were fucking. Not only them, he was fucking her best friend too. She don't want to mention that though, do she? Nah, she don't want to mention that. So, I mean, it is, it is what it is, you know what I mean? And we're gonna see, we're gonna see uh, what happens with that. That's another distraction and another. But see that 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 distraction itself, it goes. They they know what they're trying to do with that. They're trying to continue to break away the black man and the black woman. That's what they're trying yeah. to continue to do with that that whole bullshit case. So. I don't know. We'll see what happens with it. 
Yeah, man. I, I don't really have much more to say, man. I'm looking forward to getting getting back on uh on here and getting some more content in here next week. So yeah, most we don't have to talk. We can talk more details. And I'll, I'm gonna try to eventually. I'm gonna try to get the screen, figure out the screen share shit. Because I'm telling you, once I figure that out, I think we can add a lot more. Because uh, it's a lot of. I mean, I got so many tabs up. I saved so many pictures throughout the week. So I'm gonna like fuck with that. And yeah, so yeah. many, uh, so many content creators use Streamyard. Like I see them on live streams and stuff. They'll be sharing videos and stuff like that. Um, I'll be watching this guy named Just My Opinions, Just My Opinion Reviews. He does, like, reviews of TV shows and movies and stuff. And um, he be using it all the time when he has his guests on. And he be sharing different videos and, like, gifts and stuff when people donate money. And he'll share the news, articles and shit. He be doing it all the time. So, so yeah, most definitely. We can definitely use that in the future. But, um. Yeah, closing for me is, yeah, just, you know, uh, to anybody that's listening, just, uh, you know, keep just keep coming back and paying attention because, you know, like I'll continue to say, we're just going to continue to bring, you know, that raw and uncut, uh, uh, unfiltered opinions on the topics that we think are important to people, you know, and We'll, we'll also put in, and also along the way, you know, we'll, we'll put in stuff too, just organically, off-topic type stuff that we think we find funny, but we always bring context to it in the end, you know, because it all, everything that we see, it all plays a, a role in the great, the grand scheme of everything. So uh, with that being said, this concludes episode 69 of the Divine Council podcast. Uh, as always, you will be able to find this uh, podcast where podcasts are available on uh, Spotify, on Apple Podcasts app, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, on our SoundCloud page, uh, Divine Council Podcast Network. Um, you, if you want to interact with us, you know, you can hit us up, uh, Twitter, Divine Council Podcast, uh, which we need to, we, we definitely need to be more active on that. Um, yeah. You can hit us up on IG, Divine Council Podcast, there's something else that needs to be active. Um, and yeah, also, if you could leave a review, when you listen, let us know what you think. You know, we, we want to hear constructive criticism. You know, because that's only going to help us uh, continue to improve on uh, the content, you know, and the quality over time. And, uh, yeah, just just stay tuned for more. Until next time, we're out. Peace. Peace.